How you doing today? I'm lovely. How are you? I look like I have the weirdest haircut ever. How I woke up. I'd, 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 I'd love hair like that. I can't get to that stage, dude. It's so ugly. Growing it from this length. Really? What's the longest you ever? I feel like it, like COVID. Really? COVID, I got it down to. What sucks is like looking back on pics from COVID. Like if I had stuck it out for like a, one more month, it would have been. It was at that point where I didn't even need gel. It would just like it would all just like go. Oh, uh, did you have the lettuce and everything? What's the lettuce? You know, lettuce like when you wear a hat and your hair pokes. Oh, out, when it, like yeah, 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 like a yeah, yeah. yeah. Back home, Maryland, we call that lettuce. Oh yeah, I had a nice ball of lettuce. <laughs> That's ball of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we throw we throw raps in the in the title, and then here we got Thomas coming through. I'm just kidding. What's up, Thomas? I see. Oh, okay. Let's get right into it. Did you watch any basketball last night? Not live, but I stayed up to like two. Dude, I, I woke felt, up a little early. I woke up on my couch. I was sitting on my couch because my little sister was in town, and we were watching basketball and like something else. And I wake up. It's one forty-five in the morning, and her and I are both passed out on my couch. Wow, well, family bonding. I know, but don't you hate that? Like, no, like if you didn't have to wake up at seven, that would be awesome. I love sleeping <laughs> on. I actually love sleeping on couches and then making my way to the bed. To be honest, yeah. no, I do. I do enjoy it, but like, I don't know, man. Not if you have to wake up at seven a.m. Not if I had school the next day. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel great. Or Fuck work you. or school or <laughs> both. <laughs> so you're not helping. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk about a team that uh played really well last night? Also, fuck ESPN's app. For like 20 minutes last night, I thought it was Monday night. I thought it was the fucking 13th. Cause they were automatically showing me the games from the 13th, not on the 14th. Yeah, now we got another loaded slate tonight. Just completely loaded slate. I like Tuesdays and Thursdays a lot, man. There's so do I. On. Like, There's not. I can actually watch every game. I love Tuesdays and Thursdays. I not, can't wait for this break. I don't know about you, but can't wait. Oh well, they're overstacking right now because of yeah. you know the break. But I'm saying I can't wait for All Star break. Like I'm gonna take off days of watching basketball, and it's just it's been a while. You're taking off days? You're taking a day off? Well, like, I'll still make stuff, but I'm not going to – there's no live basketball. I don't have – I can go to the gym at night this upcoming weekend. It's going to be awesome. I haven't been to the gym in so long. Seems like a how's dream. That, how's that wrist doing? I nice. found out tomorrow surgery. <laughs> That's so brutal. All right, oh, here man. we are. This is the best picture we're gonna get. What do you think of the new Clippers? I love the new Clippers, and you sound like Donald Trump. I love my <laughs> friends in China. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, it's the goods. Dude, the Clippers look great, man. They look great. These three on the screen all look great. I mean, Eric Gordon couldn't hit shots, and Clippers fans are going to get used to that. It's not every night, but it happens. He's a shooter. Shooter, shoot. Mason Plumley probably had the best, outside of Kyrie, probably had the best first Mason, debut game. Mason Plumley was the dog, okay? Mason Plumley <laughs> deserves the respect of every man and scholar on this earth. I've seen some Clippers fans float out the idea of popping him in the starting lineup. I will be telling you, last night, guess, literally listen to this. Last night, 17 minutes, eight points, two of two for, from the field, five rebounds, three assists, and one steal. Dog, 17 minutes. This is a guy who's playing about like 30 minutes a night, drops down to 17. What are you going to do? Just literally, he's just going to become the most efficient big man in the league. Yeah. And what do passers do? They score for other people. They pass. Passers well, pass. Mason Plumley's a passer. So, do you know the Plumleys have a sister named Madeline? No way. I'm gonna look up what she looks like right now because there's three of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I love can't. my Duke boys. She looks like a Plumley. All right. Oh my see. God, she looks so much like a Plumley. Wow. <laughs> Both Tyler surprisingly didn't play that much. Yeah, you gotta you gotta work these guys in, and the Clippers have a really deep lineup. Regardless, I loved what Bones Highland was able to do last night. He really picked up that pace, and I know John Wall definitely had his moments, and you know he can pick up the pace. But I feel a lot better about Bones taking threes than I do. Uh, they didn't play John, John Wall, Wall at all in this game. John Wall's not on the Clippers. Was so. he? Yeah, no, but like. <laughs> I, I know that. I know that. He was trained. They also for didn't play LaMelo Ball last night, which was weird. Because why wouldn't you yeah. play LaMelo Ball? Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. The way that you said that, I knew that John Wall was traded to the Houston Rockets and then waved. But what I meant was you said it as if like John Wall was watching from the bench. Oh, yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I liked the idea of John Wall. So did I. Sure. Watching John Wall on the Clippers was fun at times but i think bones highland he's refreshing he's got the he showed he's shown those pearly whites and the pressers and i don't know i just think he pushes the pace at a more or i think he will push the pace at a more consistent level and this team is so damn deep man i i don't think russ is the best option for this squad at the time being Kawhi had i think he tied his career high with threes with seven last night and if this team is just healthy man they're these three on the screen are freaking Listen to the players. bench. Norman Powell, Eric yeah, Gordon, Mason Plumley, Bones Highland. That's their nine-man rotation. Then you hit Nick Batum. Then Amir Coffey. <laughs> yeah, Batum's a guy. Batum, that's, Batum's a guy I, I kind of want to ease the rest of the season and then let him do his thing come end of the year and, and playoff time. Yeah, I mean – I'm surprised. Do you think Terrence Mann stays the starting point guard, or do they either move Gordon or Highland into that starting point guard role? Um, I think – well, Terrence did a great job last night. I think he'll stick in there unless he were to suffer. I don't think – I don't view Eric Gordon as a ball-dominant point guard. I He's very isolated. So, I don't think Eric Gordon would be a good route for him, but Bones maybe if Terrence were to struggle, I don't – I don't see that happening too much, though. I, I think Terrence will be that guy for the rest of the year. Yeah, the only reason I say that is because 
they said they don't view Terrence Mann as a natural point guard. They view him as yeah. a as a, a wing. So definitely, that... yeah. I and one other thing with uh, Plumley, I think the combo of Plumley and EG. One thing I noticed is because I was a I had him on fantasy for way too long. Marcus Morris, you know, he only saw twenty four minutes last night. I think that's the best route. He's you know he was he played like every game of the year until not too long ago. And then he had some, what do you have a rib issue, rib contusion, I believe it was. And Morris last year was like a 16 point per game guy. And we've seen a little bit of dip. We know he's getting up there in age. Morris so. can score. I know he can score, but I'm saying I noticed he only played, I believe 24 minutes last night. And I, I think that's basically with more of these, some of these older cats, I think having these three, it's not like Eric's young, but it's just nice to have more depth to your already loaded depth team. Because they were very uh, – they had all the similar players. Now you just brought in a much-needed backup. I noticed last night we've all been saying that the Clippers need a backup center, but you really saw last night how what a backup center does for this team. And yeah, no no dish to Moses Brown and Musa Diabate. <laughs> you did a great job, you know, working. Yeah. It's just, you know, they're going for a ring and those, those other – Two, or, you know, I'll take the former on the screen here, or the latter on the screen, and then the former. So the Clippers are now fifth in the conference. They're half a game behind the Suns, and they're nine games behind the the Nuggets. I did not realize how far ahead the Nuggets. Like no one's talking. We'll talk about this at the end, but no one's talking about the Nuggets are locate low key running away with the West. Yeah, I think the Grizzlies have been suffering ever since Jaws' comments. I do think Phoenix will catch up to the two spot, and I do think the Clippers will catch up to the three spot. Sorry, Kings fans and Grizzlies fans. Like, we're starting to see a little separation. Yeah, but for the most, you know, from like what, three to 13, three to 12, it's still. You just go on a five-game winning streak. Three to thirteen, yeah. I mean, literally, if you're the Lakers and you go on a five-game win streak, you're uh, probably the sixth seed. Exactly. I, th- I think I, yeah, I think I rambled on about that on Monday, and then of course they just d- decide, hey, Dame, if you want to have thirty in the first half, you can do that. So do it. And he did it. And he did it. <laughs> Let's talk about another foreign guy. In the Eastern Conference, and or Danny Hoffy don't talk. He did not have a great game. He had two points, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not sit here and act like he had a great game because he did not. I didn't even make a video. Those two points, freaking crazy. It was all Christoph Porzingis and Kyle Kuzma last night. Now welcome back, Kuz. Yaka Porto had thirty points, bro. Mm Hmm. 30 yeah, points. 30 points for Jacoburo. Did you expect him to have a 30 point game? I expect him to average 30 from here on out. <laughs> no, just, I did. I don't think too many people are anticipating Jacoburo to drop 30 points on a 30 a, points. I mean, he's capable. Just, 15 of 17 from the field, bro. He missed two shots. Now, I will admit, I did not see this game live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched this game. I, I watched the highlights back on NBA League Pass. So I was kind of tired. Six blocks, bro. Nine rebounds, 30 points. Yep. 
Against the Orlando Magic. It wasn't against like a small team. No, he did this against like one of the biggest teams in the league. And they won. They did win, and I'm glad because they have a tendency to lose fourth quarter basketball games. Jakob's great, great addition, man. I don't understand. See, when I make a Raps video, I see all this optimism for the Toronto Raptors, and then I hop on Raptors Twitter or just big-time Twitter sphere. What's up, Josh? I, everyone's like, the, the Raps had a perfect opportunity to retool their roster and get a good draft pick and all this, and – like, they just got Jakob Pertl, dude. We've been talking about Jakob Pertl of the Raps for, like, two years now. They finally did it, and no one uh, – uh, Twitter's upset. I don't understand it. This man is a stud and eases everybody else on the court. OG's still out. I mean, it's the Orlando Magic, but I love what Jakob's able to give him. He's just able to give him a consistent bucket down low, consistent rim protection, consistent defense, makes it easier on Siakam – uh, Precious, Chris. I'll be Shea, honest though, Daddy I just Daddy. didn't think Game Three would be the game that Jakob Pearl dropped thirty. I I wonder if there was betting on it because I would have taken the under on Jakob Pertl thirty point games for the year. He's not a you know scores scoring thirty is hard for any center, but he's not like Joel Embiid's. They don't have the same play style. He's not even a twenty point scorer. He's like a 15, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like a twelve to fifteen points for night to score. Like this guy. Oh, you're just saying he's like this. I don't want to say Rudy Gobert effect, but he has an effect on people where they're not going to want to take him in the paint, and he's going to cause trouble when teams see him running towards you. When a guard sees you running toward him, running towards you. It's like how they always said the Rudy Gobert fact, you know, like a big old man running at you, his swap blocking capability. And what up, Chris Simmons? And you, you agree with me? Like, I think Pirtle has this gravity and almost anti-gravity where he either pulls people away or he makes people run away from him. Yeah, we have Rudy Gobert. It was a great comparison. I forget which game it was. Where it was the last Wolves game. But, yeah, I mean, for sure. We even saw we saw Jeff Doughton play ten minutes last night. Uh, Two way Doughton. We saw Malachi Flynn make shots. So I'm still optimistic. Raptors are going to win a title. Well, no, not this year. But Scotty Roy time. Scotty Scotty soft. If Kawhi left Clipper the Clippers, do you think he should just go back to Toronto? Yeah, but I don't think he would ever do that. I don't. I don't think that's a very reasonable thing to happen. So no, Gary, Fred, freaking sucked. He couldn't make a shot. He had a couple of threes, but fifteen assists. Fred does a great job of that. Whenever he's suffering from shooting, he just decides to okay. be Chris Paul. This is my question right here for you. What is something the Raptors have that they can ride? that could turn their season around? And what is something wrong with the Raptors that is preventing them from turning their season around? Well, their guard position is preventing them from Inconsistency or? Shooting shooting and no solid backup point guard. I feel like they're kind of intertwined here. And that's why Chris Paul, or sorry, John Wall, I've talked about being a Raps candidate might not necessarily help 
his shooting ability, but it's going to be interesting because, like I said, no Gary last night, no uh, OG for quite some time now. I'm not worried about OG, but I don't even think he's cleared to, to practice. I don't think he's cleared for physical activity or practice, is it? So what they have to their advantage is they have a jumbulation of talent, and it, it's just when you start playing these teams in the playoffs and once they start dialing in their defense with the help of Jakob Pertl, I think you don't want to play Toronto. So if Fred can be healthy, if Gary can continue to do what he's doing, if OG, if they involve OG a little bit more in the offense, if Malachi Flynn continues to have 10 points in 12 minutes, that certainly helps. But, you know, I don't think this is the year for Toronto by any means, but I think that's why they got Jakob Pertl is to lock him in long-term and, you know, retweak this team in the offseason and like for the second straight year get shooters you know because those are important but uh we also have seen teams like the milwaukee bucks not be a great phenomenal three-point shooting team and which is weird which so, is weird because nick nurse is like a, a shooting coach so yeah. i personally don't think the season is worth saving some unexpected shit would have to happen for this team to really become contenders. So in my mind, there is no reason for you to want to make the playoffs as much as Pertle's wow. here. The thing about this, this is the last year you can get away with a tank. And you're telling me a top five pick for a guy either like Eamon Thompson, Scoot Henderson, you know, Anthony Black or like Nick Smith, like getting a point guard. Okay. Well, the issue I have with that are here are the five worst teams in the NBA the Charlotte Hornets, the Detroit Pistons, the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Option two, option two, option two, option two. There are multiple teams, one being the Orlando Magic that has several point guards. You, If you have a top draft pick, maybe you convince a team that has a point guard on a rookie deal. Or sign and trade toss. Yeah, give me give me uh, Markel and Gary, and I'll give you Freddie Double V, a nice sexy first round draft pick that I have, and you know that's what I'm saying. Would you do that deal? A Markel Fultz and Gary Harris them to make some type of bigger, not bigger move, but in the off season. Some type. I mean, they gotta make some type of move. There's no shooting. But do you get what I'm saying? Team. Like, like let's say if they weren't gonna get a top five pick, they but they got a top ten pick. Now you got this dope ass pick that you could package a sign and trade of like Fred Van Vliet for, you know, and you go out like you said, get Markel Fultz and Gary Harris. That does raise the team ceiling, right? As much as you might say, like Markel can't shoot. I mean, he shoots thirty percent, and he at least shoots them, you know. Um, I think other guys are an example. Is if you call up, I think it's a little bit more difficult because not a lot of teams have like are loaded up on points, but. Maybe if you call up a team like Chris Duarte. Chris Duarte would be nice, but I I was thinking Oklahoma City maybe. Or you call up uh, like for Trey Mann. Or like San Antonio for Trey Jones. Yeah, that I mean these are fine. I just I don't understand why I would not make the playoffs because I also got to keep everybody happy. And, you know, when we take a look at even last year's mid first round picks, if they're getting, if they're around there, there's plenty of capable shooters who are ready to come in. And Toronto doesn't need a starter. There's A.J. Griffin out there. 
Tari Eason can make some threes. Jake LaRavia, Malachi Branham, Walker Kessler, uh, Ty Ty Washington Jr. You know who they need to Andrew change their fortunes? Just grab the next great party. They should just trade everything for Santi Alama. I, I don't. I don't know. Buy his take. What do you mean? Why do I need another freaking 6'8", 6'9", 6'10"? I need somebody who can – I named every other one. I need somebody who can make more than like – how many threes do they have a night? They have 11 – they make 11 threes a night. Awesome. That doesn't work for anybody unless your defense is top five. So – they're all complimentary. TJ Warren had the world's most efficient points last night. I don't know if you watched TJ Warren. Yeah, when you you like led the the topic talk off with TJ Warren, I was very confused by it. Um, I mean, he played. I, he didn't even. What did he play? Seven minutes. Five points in seven minutes, baby. Mason Plumley accomplished that feat. At the same around the same time, okay. Okay, you know what? It was his debut game. Okay, I just come on. He, he missed a shot. I don't shut I, up, I, dude. I don't understand why TJ Warren's a leading headline. It's nice to talk about him because it was his debut, but I don't understand why he's like a headliner. It's ESPN's not, not saying, let's talk about what TJ Warren offered the Suns last night. Devin Booker played. Devin Booker played thirty-two points. Also, did DeAndre Aiden just fall in line once Kevin Durant got traded there? Yeah, he's like, all right, you know what? I can listen to old boy Monty Williams for a little bit longer. It's all good. Like he bought in. He bought in. Like he wasn't buying in all season, and now DeAndre Aiden is like, well, we got Kevin Durant, and he didn't trade me, so like. I think that was more of an issue to start the year was the non-buying. I mean, he was still putting up 15 and 8, which is – No, but on, the, the body language. The body oh, language. God. You could tell that he didn't want to be there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a big advocate of why that's a fact. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah, yeah. If any of us were in that position, we would not want to be there, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know the whole – I mean, I know some people are going to be like, well, I'd be making millions of dollars, so, like, I would do whatever they want. I'd be like, bro, there's more to it than that in life, you know? And people look at DeAndre Ayton's, like, one bad game or one bad series last year and forget that in their entire finals run, the man was a dominant beast of Well, I I think the problem with DeAndre Ayton is, is, you know, we got to remember he was the number one overall pick. And I think, I mean, DeAndre Aiden had a great game tonight, and I still think there's a lot of room to grow in DeAndre Aiden's game. And I think DeAndre Aiden playing one of his reasons why he doesn't like playing for the Phoenix Suns is I think he feels like he's put in a box in terms of his potential that he's maxed out what he can be for the Phoenix Suns. Okay, like the Phoenix Suns don't need him to be anything more than what he is. This you know low post score screener rim runner somewhat protects the rim but his rim protection has kind of gone down you know i feel like if he was on a team like the pacers he would be you know the i agree thomas aiden's one of the most solid and consistent bigs but 
with the Suns, he's plateaued. You know, you know what you're going to get from him. Sometimes he goes off. I, I feel like part of the reason why he wants to leave is he wanted to go to a team like the Spurs or the Pacers where he was getting, you know, 25 points a night, third, or, you know, being the first or second leading scorer. Because he's never going to get those touches here in Phoenix on a nightly basis. Well, yeah, I mean, if he wants more touches, he can develop a three. Um, I don't – maybe in the COVID year he got a taste of what it's like to be an 18-point-per-game scorer. I think DeAndre is the most disrespected big man and might be the most disrespected player in the entire league. So I don't understand it actually at all. Um, I guess there was a some lack of effort in the playoffs last year and carried over to this year, but – there's a lot of internal stuff going on in Phoenix, and you can only be the baby little bro for so long. I want some respect. I need. I mean, DeAndre's team. averaging 18 this season. You know that, right? Career yeah. high. Not so career high. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand the why people think DeAndre Ayton's not a dominant. Center. I think he's a top 10 center. But what I meant by the whole plateau thing is okay. This season uh, is actually his worst defensive rating, but that's just because the Suns as a whole. He's been a positive defender for his whole career. He's had a really good offensive rating. But what I think is – what I've meant by this is I also did not know DeAndre Aiden averaged two blocks a game his second season. That was that was a COVID year, right? Yeah, it was COVID year. That was, that, yeah, he, he was a dominant dog. Yeah. And – so maybe that's Season what I, So I think that's where we're at is like, I mean, obviously this year you're scoring better, but I, I just, and he's taken his game. I just, what I meant is I feel like if he wasn't on the Suns, his game would have like exploded. Okay. Like, I just don't, I don't know what else he would need. I don't know what else he wants. I right think here. what happened is Thomas says it best: win a chip, and then once he's over it, just balance and go somewhere and be. Because he seems like the type of guy that wants like he's a bit disgruntled. I think it's with DeAndre Aiden is he was drafted number one overall, thinking that he would be the face of the franchise. Uh, you have Devin Booker on your team, so I was kind of. A- Bad well, I'm pretty Booker. sure when he was drafted, Devin Booker wasn't Devin Booker yet. Okay, you know what yeah. I mean. Well, then you I, gotta, you, right? Well, are you scoring thirty every two nights? No. So, I think what happened was DeAndre Ayton finished his COVID year as a beast. I think he comes out in the finals appearance year, and he has a down year, and he doesn't like being the disrespected dog. And Devin Booker maybe is ascending, and he's not getting the 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 due credit he deserves. And then he comes out into the playoffs and he's an efficient monster and he's clearing rebounds. He's getting blocks. He's getting steals. He's getting points. And he carries that over into the next year, which was last year. And because of the way the season ended and because of maybe some bad hiccups in the playoffs, for the most part, he was still a dominant beast. And I think probably in this year's off season, people are saying, you know, yeah, we don't need DeAndre and don't pay DeAndre. And he's like, well, I just averaged, 18 points, 17, 18 points in the regular season and the playoffs, pay me. And, yeah, I, I don't know. He's averaging 14 shots a game this year. I don't know what else he could possibly – what do you want, 30? Do you want to double it, double down, double D, double D down, DeAndre? 
Don't. Don't. What, what was that? What was that? What did I just witness? Did that you? A little. Um, what's that, that on purpose? That was did a little you... slam poetry for uh, you. No, I didn't know if that was a purpose or you just had a stroke because it sounded like you had a full on stroke. <laughs> and I was gonna let you finish, but like it did sound like a stroke or slam poetry. <laughs> oh my god! I picked up a new hobby. Yeah, yeah, new hobby. Stroke slam poetry. Jackson the poet. <laughs> but no, I think I okay. I think DeAndre Aiden clearly top ten center. I think that's an easy argument. And I th- hmm. there were Suns okay. fans who were like, you know what? Let's just run with Javale and Bismack. We don't need Aiden. Don't pay him. It's like, oh well. Right, Javale me- had the best backup center year of all time last year. You know what deal I would have done if I was the Suns, like just before we change subject, that who would have been a better fit for them? Miles Turner. Clint Capella. If they could have signed and traded DeAndre Aiden for Clint Capella, and then they ran back Clint Capella, JaVale McGee, and like Bismack, or Clint Capella, Jacques Landell, and Bismack. You tell me Clint Capella. Wouldn't be a better fit for this team. Oh, <laughs> I I just think That's exactly like what I'm saying. No, but the reason is I say that is they like these bigs who are simple, grab rebounds, put it back up, play defense. If the opportunity to score is there, there. Don't get me wrong, DeAndre Aiden's great and all that, but DeAndre Aiden clearly wants to be more than what the Suns want. Like have this role. Like obviously, when he has good games, they'll let him cook. But like that's not his role on the Phoenix Suns. I don't, I don't know. The Suns are all the Suns are, and I think what also needs to be said is the Suns just were. Uh, who the hell knew what was going to happen? I called them a playing team because it's this, this, this. Jay Crowder, this. DeAndre, and this. Chris Paul, Father Time, Devin Booker can't close out. It was just a lot of stuff going on. Our our owners, the idiot, and yeah. Hurdle, fifth best center in the league. We've had this conversation Jokic. before. Embiid. Embiid. Bam. Bam. Would you put Miles Turner? Centers in this league. Miles Turner, uh, Jonas Valanciunas? No. Those are – Miles is a toss-up. I think Miles and Aiton, you could probably make arguments for him. Uh, Lawnmower Man's not going to like this, but I'm going to throw in Rudy Gobert. I was about to say that is Rudy Gobert in that list. <laughs> Definitely um, Rudy Gobert in there. Jared Allen. One no I'm Jr. gonna throw Jared Allen in there, and you know I'm also gonna throw Carl Anthony Towns in there. I wouldn't. I would have oh. Pearl and throw Towns, but that and I'm. I, you I think Pearl's top ten. I think he's closer to ten than he is five. Am I wrong for thinking that? You know, I think a good thing we're about to see here is. Was it because he was on the Spurs, or is Jakob Pertl actually? I think you're right, but I do think I, I do get what LM and Lamar Man is saying here. Where you know, it's like maybe you just need more eyes on him and a better team, and it's not necessarily all statistics. Yeah, I think again, time will tell. So let's pivot. And talk about one of my favorite teams. And tonight, or today, last night, 
they actually played a game, and Denny Avdia was not the star for them for the first time in the Yeah. That's Denny, crazy. Denny was quiet tonight, all right? Denny was like, I'm going to let the other guys cook. I can't be going up. Christoph Porzingis had, I think, 28 or 29 points. You had 33 from Kyle Kuzma. And Bradley Beal, one might say he's having a quiet year, but really Bradley Beal, like, he doesn't have the touches anymore, so he's not going to be putting up 35 a game because he doesn't have, like, 40 shot attempts a game anymore. So, arguably, Bradley Beal, you know, playing a bit different basketball. But I want to I hear your thoughts. What, what do you think – of the Wizards, a team that is actually 10th in the Eastern Conference right now. And they're currently on, over the last 10 games, 6-4. and four, And they're only three, what, four, four and a half games away from the sixth seed. That's crazy. Well, and, real quick on Beal, I, yeah, you're, I mean, for the most part, he's still around 20. I know he had, like, back-to-back games for 30 points, but it's just a different role this year with, with these two new cats. And you also, you know, I'm sure if no disrespect to Monty, but like, you know, it also, it's kind of almost like um, CJ McCollum on, on the Pelicans. Well, I was going to say is the best part about Bradley Beal, yeah, he's only averaging 22.7, but do you see how efficient he is? 52% from the field, 37% from three. Before he went down, he was having – I mean, he probably still is having the most efficient year of his career. He's still – I think Wizards fans like you can understand and appreciate him, but if you're just, you know, looking at season splits, it's like, oh, Bradley Beal's not doing too great this no, year. No, no, he's yeah. just – Bradley Beal doesn't miss anymore. Bradley Beal, like, he has less touches, you know, like he's usually taking most games between like 14 and like 17 shots, and then some games when he drops 30 points, he gets up to 20 shots or more. But most nights he's taking 14 to 17 shots a night, and it feels like more than half of those are going in. And, again, it just comes down to, like, two years ago when he's averaging, you know, back-to-back years of 30, he had to take every shot. Now there's no reason. Yeah, You feel? Yeah, I feel. So I think it's in Washington's best interest to continue to win because, and you disagree, there's no way all three of these on the screen are here if they miss out on the playoffs. They want to be, they want to be wanted. This team has not won more than 43 games in since um, I think this 2016. Team, I was in high school the last time this team won more than 43 games. This this team personally is going to make the play into the playoffs. That's That's a fact. You you look at the the table; they're better than the Bulls. The Pacers, Magic, Hornets, Pistons—they're not going to make it. I do concur with that. Um, now you look at the Raptors, who are a game in front of them. Hawks are two games in front of them, and the Knicks are four and a half games in front of them. So you say, okay, might be a little hard to be a playoff team, but this team is. Oh yeah, they're definitely not making the top six. They're yeah, I, it's very. They would have to go on some tear or something like the Nets and like Knicks, Heats, like a couple of teams in front of them would have to completely fall yeah, off. We have for, like they'd have to go like twenty and five. Yeah, it, off. Yeah, but this team, I would put fifty bucks right now on the fact that the Wizards will be a playing team. I think that's a fact. Unless the Bulls get Russ. 
And then, yeah, I mean, uh, still. But, <laughs> and if you look at it right now, it would be like Wizards versus Raptors. Who are you taking right there? The Toronto Raptors. Really? Every, every single day of the week, actually. I'm just one game. One game. One game. I'll do you one better. I'll do you 70 out of the 100 they play. I'll take the Raptors. But granted, the Wizards, if they did be the uh, 10th seed, they would have to win two games to make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't Which think any team's ever done that. I don't think I actually team. don't think a 10 seed's beaten a nine seed in the plan. I know no, I think they have. I think they have, but they haven't beat the second know. team. Yeah, that that I don't think has happened either. I don't think the lower I don't think the higher seed team has ever beaten the lower one in the I'm pretty sure the the eighth seed, seventh and eighth seed are usually the seventh and eighth seed. Exactly. But, yeah. you know, the Wizards are a playing team. I, I just think they've got a good roster. they got a good fit here. My coffee also tastes like shit. Because you're not in Italy. No, it just tastes like the water's bad. Might be the bursted pipe in Ohio. Or, not pipe, trains. Well, did you see the new train trains. in Arizona? Oh, God, no. Oh, God. Did you see the other train in Houston? Jeez, oh, dude. There's another one in. This is why I've been saying rations all year to Nick. Rations, rations, rations. Rations. There was a nitrous acid spill. And like... Awesome. I thrive under nitrous oxide spills. Oh, jeez. Dude, dude, imagine being one of those so cards. This country is literally so fucked with all this, like right now, like with just like the last week, it's been like crazy. Well, you're lucky you that you're not, when I live, when I start working full time, I mean, now I'm already doing it, but like the other day I was supposed to cover trade cash and when I got there, the trade crash was already cleaned up, but like, bro. They happen a lot. Yeah, dude. I mean, about all, like, I remember when I like was interviewing for a job, they were just like, Asking me like things I'm comfortable covering. I was like, look, I'm not good with blood. I was like, I can do anything with blood. And for me, it's. I was just like, yeah, just don't put me by blood. And they're like, oh, all the crime scenes, you'll be far away. I was like, okay, then I can do anything. But um, no, no, it's it's crazy where we're at as a country. Also, yes, Thomas, all all my. Hey, my T-Wolves are too bad. My T-Wolves are too bad. All right. They're not too bad. <laughs> yeah, they're not too bad. They've actually, like, had the quietest turnaround to their season that, like, no one – like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, my God, this uh, Timberwolves or this, that. But, like, they're on pace to be, like, a 45-win team. Yep. Like, they're better than the record shows, no doubt. And you know what? All the obstacles we we've had this season. Also, you know what? What happened to Carthy Towns? It was supposed to be a three to six week injury that occurred in November. Was it really only three? It was supposed wow. to be six weeks at most. It's been a long time. They're just they just shut him down. They shut him down. Okay, I you're don't, gone. You're gone. Are we? Are, no, but like seriously, dude. Well, look at this. Look at this. Ready? Timberwolves ESPN. We go over here. All right, here we go. 
injuries. Oh, they had him. They announced January 31st that he sidelined indefinitely. Holy crap. Carl Anthony Towns. He's gone, right? No. Oh, from the team? Yeah. Possibly, but I'd probably, I'd lean more towards no. This extended. They traded away his best friend. What's he going to (laughs) do? But do you get what I'm saying? No, I, I agree with you. I think that would be not the worst thing in the world if they trade him. But it's been so long that we've seen Cat. That Imagine Cat comes back in the month of March. Well, all right, now you only have six weeks to play. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this thought. Okay, the reason why they're not playing Carl Anthony Towns is they're like, they played such shit together. Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns are like, if we, we can't take the chance of them playing together because that will further decrease – Carl Anthony Towns' trade value. So if we just tell them, oh, we sat Carl Anthony Towns to, for the whole season to like make sure it's super healthy, and the reason he had a bad start to the season was Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert doesn't work. So then they can call other teams and like, look, you Rudy Go, uh, not Rudy, Tr- Carl Anthony Towns' trade value is what it, it was before the season. Oh, this season was so- a fluke. You know what I mean? So they're just saying this season was a fluke. And I be on the receiving line, I'd be like, hmm, thank you, Minnesota. But it doesn't quite seem like 21 games is really that much of a fluke. So That's such a small um, sample size. You know, here, I'll pretend I'm the Los Angeles Lakers. I'll give you Wenyan Gabriel, Max Christie, and two second-rounders. Do we have a deal? And then you're going to be like, well, look, the salary doesn't work out. I just crunched the numbers because I'm a nerd, but the money doesn't work out on that. So nice try. But what if San Antonio yeah, calls the best what, deal you're getting? What if San Antonio calls you and say, here's Keldon Johnson and Zach Collins and two first round picks? You got to do this to me. I don't, I don't. That's a good deal. I can't do Cavs trades or what's up, Eric? I can't do, I can't do cat trades because it's. Oh no, I like Cat, man. I I know so many people who hate this man. Uh, just free free my man Cat, dude. Uh, he, he was playing so bad. <laughs> so uh I can't do it, man. He's still a freaking stud. I just think he might it's be the weird. I just think star. it's weird that we just dude, Carthy Towns got hurt when November? Early December? It was before Christmas Late break. Late November. Before Christmas break, right? Right in yeah, it might have been right after Thanksgiving. Let's see here. Yeah, I love was the eleven twenty eight. So right after Thanksgiving, I love Carly Towns and everything. But I just uh, I don't think that's true, dude. It's been almost ten weeks. Maybe I 12, 12. It's almost been three months since we've seen Carly Towns. Mister Producer, can you run the clip back? I hate. My name's Zero Seo, and I hate cat. I've never said I. Hate you Carl have said that at least twice on this show. No. I've you never have said, said how I'm, much you hate. You've compared his your hatred for Carl Anthony Towns to my comparison of Chris shit Paul. No, yes, I have know. never done. I've just said Carl Anthony. Damn, Eric, you're funny. You're funny with that trade. Eric just said <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards for Trey Jones and Zach Collins in a second is the best I could do. You're ballsy. The money doesn't work there. <laughs> but no, all right. Yes, have I compared Carl Anthony Towns to a more mobile version of Andrea Barjani? Yes, but you know what? <laughs> I'm a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. I have been a fan of the Timberwolves <laughs> since like 2005, bro. Do you know what I've been through? 
Do you know? No. Okay. Probably so, not much because it hasn't been a team for since you've been. But when when was this team established? In like 2012? 1989, bro. It was a bad joke. Or 91. Fuck you. But what I'm saying is, I just think it's a bit suspicious that we just stopped playing Carl Anthony Towns. Hey, man. As a as a guy who has nice calves. You Thomas. Well, I said this season that. This is the whole joke I've had is that Carl Anthony Towns and Andrea Barjani are very similar players. And I'm pretty sure Thomas was there for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and her joke about Andrea Barjani being better than Kat. I mean, is there. That's so, that's so brutal. <laughs> I will admit, like, Carl Anthony Towns actually has shown in the past that he can be a good defender. It's just like Carl Anthony Towns has, like, the season's progressed. He's like, you guys remember I averaged like two block shots a game to start my career? That's never going to happen again. He's I I don't even have too many. That's why they got Gobert down there. I don't even have any issues with Cat. I have more issues with I think he's a soft soy basketball player. So yeah, okay, he's never averaged two and a half blocks. But well, how many blocks? Well, was he like used to be a better blocker than he is right now. He used to average like one point seven, right? Like one point eight. Yeah, it was one point seven exactly. But yeah, yeah. I, I get what I get. I do get what you're saying. He's the, the thing guy who is, can have five blocks. When he, I just think when you saw Carl Anthony Towns come out first, the first two three seasons he like progressed, and then since then he's yeah the numbers have kind of gone up scoring wise, but he's like stagnated. You know, he hasn't his what his stats do they don't show up on the win columns. Yeah, a hundred percent. I yeah exactly. He he's not. I if Carl Anthony Towns is your best player, good. Freaking luck! Have fun in the playing. Yeah, and that's the that's the other thing too. Is like, Cat's not a leader. He's just not a good lead. He's or if he tries is he a, a second leader, or a third? A is he a second or a third? That's the debate. I think you could probably get him a, away with a second, but but he's a perfect now, third. That's for now. But I think he's yeah, a he perfect might, third. He might be a perfect third. It's Carlton kind of Towns. Listen. I don't care when your last playoff appearance was. You're Eric? a grown man crying because you just won a play-in game. The, every, everybody feels bad for him. Everyone's like, this man's embarrassing. You just cried because you won a play-in game that's been in existence for three years. So, uh, Yeah, you just look right here. I just thought, like, you. I know this is just stats. And, like, it doesn't put up, any, like, an actual thing, but, like, and he's still a good shooter and he still puts up three, but yeah, like it kind of just like he peaked. Like even with rebounding, every year he's gotten worse at rebounding. Yeah, he's gotten better at passing, but the rim protection isn't there anymore like it used to be. And w- one might argue is that he fouls more than he used to and he turns the ball over more. Like he was, he fouled less in his first two seasons than he did. Like, dude. He played 37 minutes a night and fouled less than he does when he plays 30 minutes a night. Four four fouls a game is is a quite a large number. Yeah, dude, like his rookie season, three fouls a game, and even turnovers. His first two years, he only would average like three fouls and like two turnovers. Now he averages like four fouls and three and a half turnovers. Like I just feel like something went wrong. Like he was supposed to like I just don't I, yeah, I don't think he was ever that. I mean, I could also blame Minnesota because now we see Andrew Wiggins and he just goes to Golden State yeah. with proper development and he 
taps into the defensive potential that we all expected Andrew Wiggins to become. So yeah. I, I, as a Timberwolves fan, I'm fully believing that like even Ricky Rubio could never hit a three-point shot for the Timberwolves, leaves the Timberwolves, discovers a three-point shot. It's like, I'm not... Zach, I mean, Zach Levine was already on the come up. So, and he, what, he got traded third season, fourth season? His rookie, he was still on his rookie deal. I mean, yeah, I think it's might just, it just helps show all these players just kind of help show the dysfunctionality of the Minnesota Timberwolves for, what would you say, 30 years? No, no, no. <laughs> Until Chris Finch and Gerson Rosas got here. Yeah. So from like, what uh we traded away Kevin Garnett in 2008 so from 2008 to like 2020 12 years yeah you know I'll give you your credit this was a good team for the seven straight first round playoff losses they had Kevin Garnett took <laughs> Kevin Garnett in 2004 took us to an NBA finals not quite. Maybe a NBA Finals for Minnesota because they lost seven straight first round playoff series before that. So I get the logic, but not technically. The NBA wouldn't agree with that statement of the NBA Finals. Uh, who do we play that NBA Finals? You, you, well, you didn't. Detroit, Detroit. No, you didn't make the NBA Finals. So that's the thing. So. I thought KB, KG took him to the finals that year in 04 or 03. There were these players called Kobe. Uh, oh, was it a Western really, Conference finals? Um, yeah, so a Minnesota finals. A Timberwolves finals. I'll give it to you. They have like, one Kevin, finals appearance for Minnesota sport, basketball sport. Wait, so Kevin Burnett never it – was, it was the Western Conference finals, right? Yeah, because, you know, Kobe. And yeah, yeah, Western Conference. Keeler, Sorry. You might have heard of him. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. My apology. I, I completely forgot. Yeah, it was Western Conference Finals. We lost um, to – what was it? We lost the Series 4-2. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lake Show. Then. Um, yeah, we did lose it against the Lake Show 4-2. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. Now, what they do the first – the seven years prior to that? Shut the fuck up. We were an expansion team. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That is true. That is true. All right. Like, you know what? Like, I think our fourth pick in our franchise's history was Christian Leitner. Wow. Yeah, it's, that's tough. Yeah. So, I like. Remember, um, Kevin Martin, was it? Yeah, I do remember Kevin Martin. When we yeah, traded, uh, for, we took him from the Oklahoma City Thunder for no reason. Well, he was a bucket for, like, two years. Who was that point guard guys had, too? He was a, uh, he was white. Luke Ridnour. Luke Ridnour, yeah. Freaking legend. Yeah, this, this Wolves team. Man, to be in the glory days of losing seven straight first round playoff series. What are you so talking about? What are you get back in there? 2011 was one of the greatest years of my life. Ricky Rubio came over from Spain. <laughs> okay, we still lost like 40 games, 50 <laughs> games, but god damn, I got to see Ricky Rubio throw passes every single day. What do you mean? That was that's what life was about, man. I didn't care about making the playoffs. I just wanted to see Ricky Rubio play, man. You want to know? Oh, is this the year? Before it's 2009, 2010, the year before Rubio got there. I think Rubio came 11 12. You want to know who the leading scorer was in for the 2009, 2010, 15 win Minnesota Timberwolves and also previous superstar stud? Al Jefferson. Al Jefferson, who 
when this man, oh, dude, he, I used to love Al Jefferson. Al Jefferson is a dog. Me, me, that man Luke, was sick. Me and Luke talk about Al Jefferson, one of the most underrated centers in of our time, developed a three-point shot, so he stayed in the league longer. Al Jefferson would be a lottery pick if he came out today. He had a very successful career. career. Underrated. And it's all because he played, like, his last 10 years with the Charlotte Bobcats slash Hornets. Like, after the T-Wolves and Celtics, he went to the Hornets, right? Or Bobcats? Yeah, he went, yeah, I think it was yeah Bobcats. Yeah, Thomas Perry and and Eric. Yeah, every this this is a pro Al Jefferson show. <laughs> All right, Al Jefferson. God damn, Al Jefferson had some moments in the NBA. Al Jefferson or Roy Hibbert? Oh man, I loved Roy Hibbert. That's yeah. that Pacers team was so fun from like 2010 to 2014. Yeah, Ranger was a menace you knew lebron and the heat did not want to see the indiana pacers in the playoffs <laughs> i think he would have been just fine with that i think he i think he always was just fine with that but i like the it's lebron most people wouldn't have liked to run into the pacers in the playoffs can we talk about a team though that's on a 11 game win streak a team that might be the best team in the eastern conference do you know what team I'm talking about? The team of dreams. No, we're not talking. The team of dreams. Giannis Antetokounmpo. And the Milwaukee Bucks are on an 11-game win streak. Brooke Lopez, Joe Ingles. We haven't – correct me if I'm wrong. We haven't seen Jay Crowder yet. No. I listened I to a uh, Celtics podcast last night or this morning, and it was like, you know what? Last night was a moral victory. We had the hospital Celtics playing, and it's like, while that may be true, the Milwaukee Bucks have won 11 straight basketball games. And uh, Chris Middleton is, oh, that's right. He's still on the bench. So I'd be absolutely terrified if I was the Boston Celtics, although they're still a good basketball team and they got to get healthy. But, you know, Philly's not too far from them, and Milwaukee's just a half game behind them. I'd say Milwaukee's the best team in the league right now. A um, team that can barely keep Boston's bench. There it is. Get that out of the way. I will Let's say that. The they won 11 straight. I, I want to see a Denver versus Milwaukee finals. God, Why? Because Denver would blow them out? What? What? No. Because <laughs> Denver would get exposed again in the playoffs. I say the, I think the Bucks and the Nuggets are one of the would be one of the most interesting matchups ever because I think the obviously I think Chris Milton would health status at that point. Dude, also as the season progressed, do you agree with me? I think Chris Milton's gone. I'd agree. Like yeah, because I think the Bucks are sitting here like this. He wants forty eight million. Or some shit. Yeah, basically. He wants 40. He wants a max. Like, super max. Most they can pay him. And that's like 48, 50 million a year. So my thought process is, is if I'm the Bucks, maybe they just sign and trade him and or they go out and they spend 40 million on four players or three players because they're realizing, hey, what if we just build up the depth around onto DeCumpo instead of having, you know, because we've, mm-hmm. we've won 40 games with Chris Middleton playing, what, like 15, 10 games? And yeah. half of those games, he's been 
And he's been in half of those, he's been absolutely horrible. I I don't I don't know because you might actually be able to get Chris Chris still wants 48 mil. I don't think anybody's giving him 48 mil after this year. Definitely wouldn't supermax. I wouldn't give him a buck over 35. I think that's being pretty you generous. You want to hear my argument to why you can't say no one's going to give Chris Milton 48 million? Someone gave John Hollinger gave Chandler Parsons three year 94 million or five four year 94 million. It was a big mistake. I mean, they were different, way different skill levels, though. I know, but what I'm saying is, is that there's going to be a team out there that is going to want to make the jump from rebuilding team or, you know, bottom tier playoff team to, you know, actually being respected. And they're going to be like, Chris Milton, come please be the adult in the room. Yeah. Like the Rockets. Or the yeah. Bulls. Pacers. Yeah. I, I just worry. I definitely don't. I, I definitely don't or, see or, that happening. Or, or, I'm sorry. I don't. I agree with you that Chris Milton, it's looking more and more like he is gone. And my issue is, I mean, Drew Holiday's still got that. He's still a dog. But I don't know, man. I, I don't feel too comfortable with just like four role players. I did see that the banana boat comment you made, Thomas Perry. I laughed. I laughed. I loved the emojis. That video. I mean, wait, on the bowl. Uh, Thomas Perry, that video is from – 2016 when i was in argentina i made that video i was like in argentina for like a month in the nba trade and shit all went down so i had to like i was literally just sitting in my grandma's like kitchen making videos in argentina i agree with that statement fully i actually love that concept and idea from eric i'm looking at these free agents Right now, I do like that idea. You know what? You know what? You know what? Milwaukee's gonna do what? And the big Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, future Buck or future Laker. Sorry, Wizards. Sorry, Wash. <coughs> um, Clutch Apparel plans to a Clutch Athletics Training Apparel. Is a new brand launched by Clutch Sports, and their plan is to sponsor NIL men and women athletes across high school, college, and professional sports. That's fucking sick. I'm never buying myself Clutch Sports clothing. Just get the new bro. Is that Clutch Sports? <laughs> you know what time it is? Oh, Kuzma Finch for Cap. Turtle Power. It's going to be Yaka Purtle today in homage. Homage to Purtle. Homage to Purtle? Uh, uh, I got my Purtle juice. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Dwayne Deadman? Right? This is raw. Dwayne Deadman's I'm thinking of an old player that used to be in the league and I can't. James that... Harden. It's a pointy head. Pointy head. It's too pointy of a head, I think. Go with it, though. Oh, you know who it is? Jalen Brown. Dude, I hate when it's Jalen Brown. I hope it's not. Yeah. 
It makes it so difficult. All right, so he's taller than 6'6". Six, six. This is Quincy Acey, Reggie Evans. No. Reggie Evans is exactly who I was trying to put. Who Exactly who I was thinking of. That is... Ex yeah, um... Boogie, I, flick it, boogie, pig it, Reggie Evans shit. Who is it? He's in the East. How old is he? He's too old. Twenty. He's under twenty-six. Mm -hmm. He's not in the Atlantic. So okay. Southeast <laughs> or Central? Uh, who the fuck's in the Southeast? I know this isn't. This right. is a Miami Heat player. Oh, it's in the Central. So that's he's not on the Cavs. So it's Bulls. It wouldn't be Patrick Williams. I think it is Patrick Williams. Wow, he's six seven. Is it no. Does Chris Duarte have a beard? Oh my god, I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, yeah. Who is it? Wait, wait. Let me see it again. Let me see it again. It, who is this? Well, I don't want to give you the hint. Um, He's on the Pacers or what? The, what's the other team? Raptors? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, the Raptors. Um... <laughs> fucking retard. All right, so he's uh, on the, he's on the Pacers. Yes, he used to play for the Raptors. Did he really? Yeah. Um. Or what is the other team? The Bucks. It's the Heat. Oh shit! I forgot about the freaking Bucks. Oh my god! You know who this is? No. Who the fuck is that? I've never heard of the player you just guessed ever in my whole life. <laughs> from Sandro Mamukulivshe. From um, Seton Hall. He's a, okay. Um, He's on the Pacers. You got two guesses. Used to play for the Raptors. But that can be really, really tricky. Um... Who is it? Uh, we got two guesses. Okay, now that we're getting in jeopardy, the Pistons are also in the in the conference. I was, I guarantee you, it's a Detroit Piston, and I can't think of it. It can't be Corey Joseph because he's not. All right, so he used to be twenty three. He used to be a forward slash center. What we know is he's six seven. He used to also be twenty six. He's a, he's a. I guess he's a guard. And we're, we're solidifying that it's not Chris Duarte. We're locking that in. Do you want that? He, Chris Duarte it's isn't that tall. Pretty risky, man. 
Oh, you're right. So, all right, now we know it's Pacer. Uh, this should be, we should be able to get this now. And we can't mess it up because this is bad. And then also delete this after um, from that show. Uh, so I'm a fucking Pacers. TJ McConnell, right? Andrew Nemhard, right? Buddy Heald. Um, dude, I really hope it's not like some random guy they just acquired two days ago. Dude, the only the only person I can think of is O'Shea, O'Shea Brissett. Dude, right? it's O'Shea Brissett. Is that the only guy though? But I don't remember him playing for the Raptors. He played for the Raptors, like might have even been last year. He was on the Raptors, hundred percent. How do I spell O'Shea? O-S. Yes, nice. Bang. Because the old, I, first off, I thought O'Shea Brissett was like six ten. I didn't realize he was six seven. Also, is he a guard forward? Twenty four. Yeah, I knew he was that young. Wow. All right. I thought we. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I just Thanks, Thomas, for all the help today. Um, yeah, Thomas. Yeah, Chris Middleton, former Raptor. That's a good guess. Um. Damn. Just kidding. I guess we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. You got anything else? Wednesday always slow. Because it's the middle of the week. My ear itches. All right, bud. Plays a role, though. I'm going to head out. (laughs) I got to take a shit. Have a great day, guys. We'll talk tomorrow. Cheers. Yeah.